Hello, and welcome to what is my um, pilot, I guess, uh, for a little bit of a little bit of a Spotify podcast on football at large. So, well, I say football at large, but realistically, probably just Premier League football. Um, maybe I'll have guests who have knowledge in other areas. Probably just New Zealand football because uh, most of my friends are actually uncultured. But that's okay, you know, we move. Uh, so, match week one coming up this week. Uh, have everyone excited? I mean, I'm excited. Uh, preseason is always rubbish, and it has not disappointed. Um, and unless your team is making transfers, it's pretty depressing. And as a Chelsea fan right now, whew, it's going to be an interesting year. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully we get another center back in the door and maybe someone who can score because at the moment we're relying on Sterling and Thiago Silva. So we'll see. Actually, no, it's a bit disrespectful to him now. Um, so we've got three goal scorers for the combined 22 goals this season. So top four, here we come. Anyway, so what we're going to be doing today, this is very fast and loose right now. Um... I've got nothing planned. This is all off the dome, as you can tell, because it's like a minute 40 into the podcast, and I've said uh, zero things of value so far. Um, and I might get to the end of this podcast, and it might not have changed. Uh, we will see, though. We will see. Game week one. Um, Palace Arsenal. First game. Vieira against... The boys, I guess. <laughs> um, Arsenal looking good. Uh, made some good signings. Uh, Jesus scoring bucket loads of goals. Uh, rinsing Chelsea, because I think everyone kind of was during preseason. <laughs> um, Palace, I think they played Liverpool. I probably should actually bring up all these teams' results, shouldn't I? Palace. Uh, is there a form table? No, there isn't. Okay, it doesn't matter, it's preseason anyway. Um, I would say Arsenal definitely the favourites. Uh, looking good, good team, good signings. Away though, first game against Palace. Seems like a slip-up game, but I'm going to go out on a limb. Arsenal 2-1. Uh, do not hold me to that. Uh, Zaha could score a free hat-trick. It can happen, you know? It does happen. Actually, when was the last time you scored scored a hat-trick? Has he, like, ever scored a hat-trick? Jimmy, pull that up. Yeah, it, it would be funnier if I wasn't so slow at typing. Zaha hat-trick. Um... I don't see anything about him scoring a hat-trick. Yeah, no hat-tricks. He's never scored a hat-trick. That is crazy, actually. Don't know why I spent so long on that, but that is actually interesting. Um, second match. Fulham-Liverpool. Gotta say, this one feels pretty cut and dry. Liverpool probably gonna be there or thereabouts in terms of the title race. 
I think second for me, but Fulham, bit of an unknown quantity, but they always do flatter to deceive in terms of championship to Premier League performances. Uh, Mitrovic is going to hit the back of the net probably twice this year. Not feeling confident for this one for Fulham, sorry. Uh, I think game two, Liverpool-Fulham, I'm going to go 3-0 to Liverpool. Not a great start for Fulham, but you know, it happens, right? You're just happy to be back, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what being relegated feels like, sorry. That's a poor person's club type of mentality. Um, speaking of getting relegated, uh, Bournemouth Villa. Next game. Um, Bournemouth at home. Not very confident about Bournemouth. Don't think they made good enough signings. Still got Solanke. Why? Why have they still got Solanke? Who knows? But he's there. He's there all right. Like, he, he's chilling. Um, Villa have had quite a good window, I'd say. I can't think of anyone they've actually signed except Coutinho. But even that's still a good signing. Um, oh, they bought... Did they sell Target? or did they? Yeah, they sold Target. Did they? Did they go left back? Cinderella transfers um well they just sold Chukwemena to Chelsea young 18 year old looks really good oh Diego Carlos forgot about that signing that's a huge signing wow that made some good signings Olsen backup keeper ah that was it the, the left back from Sevilla on loan Kamara on a free wow that's yeah, a good window. Um, I would say Villa looking like a mid to top half table team. Um, yeah, I think this one is, again, pretty cut and dry. Uh, Villa 2-0, I'm going to say. Uh, and to the third promoted team, Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. Um, Newcastle... Looked quite good second half of the year in the relegation zone at the beginning. Uh, quite comfortably out of the relegation zone from memory by the end of the year. Lots of money. Um, yeah, I can't really say anything about how they got their money because it would be quite ironic given my team. But um, yeah, uh, looking like a good team. Probably mid-table as well. Um... Nottingham Forest, don't think they've done enough to make me think that they're going to stay up this year. Uh, I think this one, it's a weird thing because as much as I think Newcastle is a good team, it is relying, also I think I just bumped the table on that, um, it is relying a little bit on the fact that Sir Maximum will have some freakish performances and Callum Wilson being a consistent goal scorer. Because Wood isn't a consistent goal scorer as much as, as a New Zealander I should like him. I do, but it, you know, he's not going to get you 15 goals a season. Um, so they do, I think, lack a few goals. I think they're solid enough in defense. Their midfield's good. Um, I think they have enough to beat Forrest here, but I think it'll be a 1-0. Um, mm, maybe a draw? No. No, I think 1-0. Um, start off the season strong. Uh, yep. Moving on to the first of what I think are the top four. 
Oh, I was about to say the top four contenders, and I've already done Liverpool. Whew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a rough start to the to the podcast. Um, yeah, Tottenham are probably one of the better windows I've seen in a while. Uh, filled what I would argue are most of their gaps. People have been saying, oh, they need a fullback, they need a backup striker, maybe a bit of midfield depth. Oh, they need cover at centre-back. And look at that, they got it. Conte got his wish, and I think they're going to be a tough team to beat this year. Uh, do I think Longley is an upgrade on any of that back three? Not really. Do I think Richarlison starts over Kulaviski? Maybe. I do think they lose a bit of dynamism not having Kulaviski in the starting team. Um, it will be good to have some cover for Kane and Son because they did kind of get run into the ground last year. And I think the chances of them both staying injury-free again is pretty slim. Um, Basuma is a good signing. I don't think he'll play that much unless they're going to put him and Hoiberg in a midfield too, in which case you don't see much of Benton Kerr or Skip, which I think I've talked to a few Tottenham fans. I think they'd quite like to see Skip, but I just don't see them playing a midfield three, I guess. They've been very successful with a five... They play five, two, three, right? Or a three, four, three, technically. Um, yeah, and I think that is their best formation. I think they're playing a three... off. Oh, Three five two or a five two three. Wait, five three two is definitely losing a bit of the attack. Because the thing is, if you're going to have Skip Benton Kerr Hoiberg or Skip Benton Kerr Basuma or whatever you're going to do, you are very much relying on Kane and Son to do almost all of the creating. I guess you've got Perisic and uh, Doherty or. Emerson or Sessignon, I don't know who's going to start right back, right wing back, but yeah, um, I definitely think 5-2-3 is going to be the go, I think Richarlison will get some good minutes, I think will be very helpful to that front three, Southampton, I don't know who they signed, I don't know anything about Southampton's window, <laughs> except they don't have Brogier, Brogier anymore, which I think is quite a big loss, he was quite good last season, Southampton, Signings. Um, I'm really bad at using computers. I need a tech guy. Um, these are old signings. Did they sign anyone? Oh, Victor Wanyama. Did they sign Victor Wanyama? No, that must have been ages ago. Southampton FC... Um, yeah, he signed a few players. Uh, the Rangers guy, Joe Aribo, he looks really good. Um, others are all from Premier League 2, League 2, and one player from the Bundesliga. So they're all young, which is cool. I don't think their squad improves a lot, personally. Um... Maybe it's a long-term thing, but yeah, I don't see them doing that well this season. I have them actually being just above the relegation zone in my predictions. I think Tottenham will win this one pretty comfortably. I'm going to say 4-0. I 
I know Southampton do have a, a good loss in them from time to time, so I'm going to say 4-0 Tottenham. Strong start to the season. Um, Leeds, United, Wolves. Two teams that I think are going to struggle this year. Leeds, I don't think, have replaced Rafinha or Phillips uh, in a way that I think is um, actually good enough, I guess, is what I, what I would say. Uh, they've made a few good signings. I think Tyler Adams is a nice signing. Um, a bit risky, a lot of their signings. Very little Premier League slash English football experience in their new signings. And I know that doesn't mean as much as it used to, but when you're a team that struggled to avoid relegation last season, you've lost probably two of your best players, if not your two best players. Um, and Bamford has struggled with injury. I think bringing in a whole bunch of players from the Dutch League. Um, yeah, I actually don't know where else the <laughs> players have come from. But, you know, minor leagues. I guess minor leagues. Would you consider the Dutch League a minor league? I probably would. Um, yeah, so if you take that into account, I think... It is very uh, risky, and you are kind of relying on these new players hitting the ground running. And a team that struggled last year to get quite a lot better under what I would say is arguably a worse manager. So I think I, I think Leeds are going to be, you know, there or thereabouts in terms of relegation. I think um, it's a bit of a toss-up for me between Leeds and Fulham at the moment. Uh, I have to see how they play coming into the season because I think Fulham has a habit of playing an expansive brand of football when they come to the Premier League and realising that they can't just play around everyone because the quality of football is a lot better. Um, a team that doesn't really have that problem of playing expansive football, Wolves. Um, not very good last year. Don't feel like they've made many signings that I that make me go, oh, that's that's a sign that's going to push them over the edge. Uh, they have held on to I think all of their front three. I think Neto's still there. I think Jimenez, although I know he didn't score very many last year, I think he's a good player to have in the team. Uh, Traore, who is probably one of the more frustrating players in the <laughs> Premier League for a Wolves fan, I guess. Uh, it's quite he's quite fun for everyone else, I think. Kind of, you go from rinsing five men to kicking the ball out for a goal kick when he's trying to do a cross or something. Uh, but yeah, hard one to call actually, because Leeds at home, I don't see any, I don't see there being many goals in this game. I think I'm gonna go one one, one all draw. Um, I'm not super confident on that because I don't think Leeds are very good. I also don't think Wolves are very good, so <laughs> we will see. Um, now we come to the game that I actually have a vested interest in. Uh, Everton-Chelsea. Uh, Lampard against his boyhood club. Uh, Everton are a team that I don't think are very good. I don't think have gotten better. In fact, I'd argue they've lost a lot of players that um, would make a difference. Deli Alli has fallen off a cliff. And no one's surprised. Um, yeah, it's not looking great for Everton coming into the season. I also don't think, this might be harsh, but I just don't think Lampard is a top. He's not a top manager. I think most people know he's not a top manager, but I don't think he's a Premier League. I don't think he's Everton standard, or where Everton want to be, or think they should be. If you said, hey, 
you know, Frank Lampard's a good manager for Southampton. He'll bring in some young players. He'll do this and that, which I think he has brought in some good young players. I think Gordon's great. Um, it'll be interesting to see Gordon and McNeil, how they work together, because I assume they'll play them both. Uh, be interesting to see if Calvert Lewin can get some goals back. I guess. Uh, losing Richarlison is obviously a big blow. As much as I dislike the guy, he is a good goal scorer. Um, yeah, not promising personally for Everton this year. Uh, I think I've got them in pretty much just above the relegation zone at fifteenth. Um, I'm not confident about them. I'm not confident about their signings. Not confident about their coach. But at the end of the day, they do have more money than a lot of the promoted teams. And I think they can, if things start to go AWOL, they can kind of fix it at the halfway point. Whereas I think a team like Nottingham Forest, if they're off the pace, are just done for, unfortunately. Um, Chelsea, a weird one to call, even for me. And I, I support them. Um, rough preseason. It happens. Uh, not happy about losing to Arsenal 4-0, but again, it happens. I mean, we lost 4-0 to United on the opening day in the season we won, I think, from memory. So, or maybe what? Maybe we didn't win that season. I don't know. We definitely lost to United 4-0, and it was embarrassing, and I don't think we ended up that bad at the end of the season. Um, I think we'll probably have enough to beat Everton. Uh, I think... A lot of the season is relying on Chilwell and James to stay fit. It's relying on, I think, a few academy graduates to, you know, step up and play some of those extra minutes because at the moment it doesn't look like we're going to be able to get another midfield uh, centre back in. Uh, it looks like we still might lose Alonso. We might lose Azpilicueta. Uh I think Sterling is a good signing. I think Koulibaly is a great signing. I think both of them will play big roles this season. I think Sterling will add probably 10 to 15 goals to an attack that really misses goals, really struggles at scoring. <laughs> um, I think Koulibaly will be a good signing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see how the season goes, and I'm interested to see if players like uh, Gilmore, Gallagher, uh, Vale... Uh, who else do I want to see? Um, I'd love to see Levi Colwell stay. I'm not sure if he will. I'd also like to see Brogia get some minutes because I think he's proven that he's quite a good striker. Um, we've made the same mistake with players like Tammy. We've made the same mistake with players like... Um, uh, who's the guy at Brighton? Uh, Lamptey. Uh, Livermento at Southampton. Good player, great player. Unfortunate that we, you know, he's moved on. Uh, Tomori, you know, there is, there's just countless accounts of Chelsea youngsters going off and being really successful because it's a hard team to get into. I think because of our inability to sign players this summer, I think there is an opportunity for a player like Gallagher, especially maybe Colwell. I think definitely, um, yeah, I forgot. I, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, there's, there's, there's minutes to be had at the moment. And I hope some of those players take the advantage of that because it's kind of one of those years where you just might have the chance where I think, you know, when Lampard came in, we had the transfer saga. 
um, you know, players like Mount, Abraham, James, uh, Chalaba, all got put in. And, you know, they, they made a difference. And they're still here in the squad now. Well, Abraham's not, but he's playing at a top team. So, you know, I think he'd probably be pretty happy with that. Um, I think... <sighs> My gut says... 3-1 Chelsea. Not confident of a clean sheet. We haven't had many recently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think reasonably comfortable. Mm, yep. Leicester-Brentford. The middle of the table clash, I think. I think both of these two, two teams will be in a reasonably similar position in the table. I think Leicester haven't gotten worse if they keep Fofana and Madison, which it looks like they will. Um, I don't think they can get worse than they did last year. I think they massively underperformed. Uh, I'd like to see more goals out of Ihanacho and Daka because Vardy can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> He's like 37 now. He's just got to slow down at some point. Um, so, yeah. I think Leicester will be better if some of their players can step up and score some goals because I think... It's hard for them to get worse. I think they massively underperformed last year. They just didn't seem to be on the same page. I don't know what it was. I think Rodgers is a good coach. And I think they will probably be like 10th. Because I think it's going to be quite a competitive league this year. Uh, Brentford. Similar situation to a few of these teams. Where I don't think they've really pushed on that much. I don't think their signings have blown me away. Um, I think last season they did possibly overperform. Maybe they caught some teams by surprise, a bit Sheffield United-esque. I think their team has run better than Sheffield United, and the way they play is harder to counter. So I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll get relegated this year, but I don't think they will be nearly as successful as they were last year. Um, and I could be wrong. Um, I think both of these teams have the ability to go up or down from where I think they're going to be. I'm not super confident on the sort of middle of the table teams because I think um, that sort of 8 through, even I guess even 7 through about 14 is looking quite competitive this year. Which is good. It's good for a neutral. Assuming that we are not in the 7 to 14 range, which I hope we aren't, but you know, it's happened. Uh, but yeah, so I would say I'm actually going to go for a two-all draw. Um, yeah, I'm going to hold to that. Man United, Brighton. Uh, I think this game could be very interesting. I remember, was it the beginning of last season? No, it would have been two years ago now. When they played and they had that <laughs> penalty after the whistle blew. Crazy game. Brighton hit the post about 16 times. Uh, Man United somehow won because Bruno scored a penalty three minutes after the game ended. Uh, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a similar sort of affair. I think United have looked good in preseason. You can't take too much stock in preseason, but I think I'd, I think Rashford will perform better this year. Sancho looked to start to pick up a bit of form at the end of last year. If Ronaldo stays, which at the moment is sort of up in the air, then I think he'll still be good for probably 15, 20 goals this season. Um, 
and hopefully Martial can keep up a bit of form because, you know, he's looked good in preseason so far. And I would, I'm not a United fan, I don't really like United, but it'd be nice for the guy to, you know, pick up a bit of bit of game time here and there. Uh, Los Pogba to Juventus might be a bit of a blessing, I think. As much as I do think Pogba is a good player, it just seemed to be a bit toxic in the dressing room. Maybe that was him, maybe that was the way that United fans talked about him, which I don't think was good. But yeah, whatever, whatever it is, I think this is for the best for both parties. He gets his move, United get uh, more wages, I guess. <laughs> Unless, oh, Pogba's playing bad, I'm upset. Um, there is the issue of Bruno's form falling off a cliff last year. Maybe that's just because it's with, he can't play with Ronaldo for whatever reason, but I don't know if he will... I don't believe he will He will have as bad of a season. I think he will pick it back up. I think he's a really good player. Um, I think Varane with Maguire and Martinez, is it? As other centre-back options. Seems like a good enough back line. Um, kind of curious whether they're going to go to a back three, given that Maguire's played a lot in a back three. Um, Martinez would be good in a back three because he's short. It would cover a lot of his issues. Um, we'll see. We'll see how they line up. But I, I think a back three might be a good idea for them, honestly. Um, Brighton, uh, good team last year. I think they'll be a good team again this year. I've actually got them going up from last year, which is, which considering they got ninth, is a bit, bit of a bold prediction. But I just, I feel like Brighton, just one of their strikers is going to go crazy this year, and they're just going to get fifteen or twenty goals, and that'll be the difference maker. Because I think that has always been the issue with Brighton. Is yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, they'll pick up some points. They can't score, but, you know, it's fine. I do think Basuma, I'm thinking about it now, Basuma's a big loss. I hadn't sort of remembered that Basuma had left. Um, but, I don't know. I think their their system is good. I think their coach is good. They play good football. Um, yeah, it's just the strikers. Uh, I just hope that one of them can score this year, because... They're a fun team to watch, and I'd like to see them do well. I'd love to see them in Europe, honestly. But yeah, so I think this one could be another two-all draw, actually. I think it's going to be quite a high-scoring match week one. I think it's going to be a lot of teams that are sort of a bit vulnerable because it's early, and, you know, it is first game of the season. It's going to be a bit sloppy. But I'm hoping that turns into good watching because... At least if it's sloppy, but there's lots of goals, it's fun. If it's sloppy and it's like all nil nil nils, then yeah, not gonna be fun. Final game of the match week: West Ham, Man City. <sighs> I think a lot of the talk's gonna be about Haaland. No matter what happens in this game, if he does well, it'll be about Haaland being a great signing. If he plays badly, it'll be oh Haaland's a flop. I. I think most of Man City is going to be built this season is going to be about Haaland. Because the way that they've played for the last couple of years, they've, they haven't played with an out-and-out sort of striker, like a nine, that often. I think Jesus has even dropped, when he's played, has dropped in wide. 
Um, so it will be a bit interesting to see because it will be a different style. It might not be as sort of, I guess, city-like if you think about it because city is very much almost like, you know when Barcelona used to play with a front three with like Messi as the striker and they didn't, re- like they just sort of passed their way into the goal instead of actually like shooting. It's a, city are a bit like that except with a much better crosser in their team than anyone from that Barca team. But So it will be interesting, I think, to see City's different style of play. I still think they're going to win the title. I think their squad depth is just ridiculous. The fact that you can sell Jesus, um, Sterling... What else did they sell? Zinchenko off and still probably have a better team. And have it actually, like had a net profit during that window is crazy. And I, I mean, signing Haaland and Phillips with a net profit in that window is insane. But I think that they might get a little bit worse than last year, honestly. I think they'll still win, but I think it'll be close. Um, West Ham... Uh, they're in Europe. They're not in Europe, are they? No. Um, I think they will be 8th this season. I think they will do slightly worse than last season. I still think they'll do very well. I haven't factored into the... I haven't factored in, really, in my thinking, that they don't have European football this year. So they might actually do better than I expected because extra, like, less minutes. But I, I digress, you know. I still think West Ham will be there or thereabouts in terms of conference league football I don't think they're better than United I don't think they're better than Brighton honestly um, fun match though I think this uh, I'm going to say City 2-0 I think that is it that's match week 1 so oh, getting a phone call Okay. so that will be the end of the podcast thank you for coming I hope to do more of these.